Sports are a staple of our national culture that have been shaken up by the pandemic. But on a local level, amateur youth and high school sports were not necessarily equipped to hold any bubbles or even continue to operate safely like the professional leagues. As a result, school sports in many states simply didn't happen last year. As schools in Montgomery County begin the transition back to in-person learning, so do school-sponsored athletics, including some fall sports teams at Einstein High School. Today, I talked to Einstein's athletic director, Mr. Howell, who explains how the transition back to in-person athletics has been for him and what he's most looking forward to as Einstein sports teams return to competition. I also speak with Einstein athletes Luca Bedbati, Leo Kugel, and Anjali Ofori, who, after a year-long hiatus, described their experiences with the shift back to in-person school sports. This is Atomic Connections. Good morning, Mr. Howell. How are you today? Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing well. Ready, ready to get this day started with athletics. How does it feel that after a whole year, Einstein Athletics are back? The biggest thing for me was just to see the growth of the kids. Um, after a year, we now have a lot of long hair. Some <laughs> kids have grown two inches or more, and the voices are a little bit deeper. I'm just so grateful that our coaches love our kids and wanted to come back in person. And, you know, and there's some sacrifice to that. So the bottom line was that uh, it was it was exciting and everyone is, for the most part, is uh, just ready to go and very thankful that this situation was able to happen because there was a lot of work behind the scenes to get this done. Hi, Anjali, this is Julianne. Hi. Hi, it's Leo. Hello. Hi, is this Luca Bed? Yeah. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? What grade are you in and what sports do you play? Um, I'm a sophomore and I play field hockey and lacrosse. I am in 11th grade and I play soccer, basketball, and lacrosse. I'm a senior um, and I play cross country and track and I play all three seasons. How has the return to in-person fall sports been for you athletes so far? Oh, it's been great. I'm like so lucky that we get to like do this now. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly thought we weren't going to have anything and I was just going to have a year of like no sports and that was kind of sad in a sense. Um, I love it. Honestly, like it really like gives me a routine having sports like I know oh I have to leave the house at this time so that means I have to get my homework done by this time oh it's been pretty good you know it's a little bit weird with the like 25 people max in each like pod but you know it's good to be back with the coaches we have pretty much the same team that we had last year because we only graduated two seniors Mm -hmm. um but we have a lot of people who were sophomores last year on JV that are now on varsity um which is pretty cool and it's just been, it's been fun. We won, our, we won our first game. From your perspective, Mr. Howell, how have in-person athletics gone so far? Have there been any serious complications? Uh, so far, we've been, we've been, we've had a one, I should say, scare with a, a 
COVID case, we had a contact of a contact mm. uh, so that with our with one of our teams. Uh, but so far, so good. And it's been like that around the county. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't had, at least as of yesterday, no, uh, where we had to shut a team down for 14 full days. We had to shut down one of our teams for a few days for precautionary reasons until we got clearance from the Department of Health. But uh, we were able to come back immediately. Can you explain the COVID-19 related guidelines that have been put in place for these sports? Yeah, so um, some of the things that we started off with week one um, is really, we try to keep everything as much as possible six feet apart. When it comes to actual drills and skills, uh, we're putting cones up to keep uh, students separate. They must wear a mask at all times. Uh, and, and even when they are uh, exhausted, they still have to wear their mask unless they're getting water and they're either six feet or more apart to take their mask off to just uh, get some rest. Uh, we have to do a QR code mm-hmm. just in case we have a uh, outbreak of any kind. We could, could track kids and coaches just to see who was in that area. Uh, cleaning, cleaning the equipment, the balls, the cones every day uh, after use is a man, it's a mandate as well. And we can't share water. Uh, can't do the water bottles like we usually do. What are your thoughts about the COVID restrictions, specifically how they affect your ability to play and enjoy your sport? Um, I think it's I think it's good and it's necessary, especially for like contact tracing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like helps prevent people who like don't know they have corona from coming to practice right. because they just like know that your temperature isn't 100. Don't actually like you don't need to actually <laughs> take your temperature. I think everyone on our team has accepted that like it's okay running with a mask, and I don't think a lot of people complain about that mm-hmm. as far as my sport goes. Our coaches made sure, like, if you need to take your mask down just for a second, just either fall back or go to the other part of the road. So we have space with that to, like, distance and take our mask off if we want to. But it doesn't happen a lot. I think um, a lot of us are able to run with a mask on or finish a workout with a mask on, and it has not been a problem. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, definitely want to have, you know, safety first. Everyone's, Everyone's heard that, I think. Everyone agrees with that. You know, I think it's the mask wearing completely makes sense. I completely get, you know, the county wanting to be very, you know, be very safe. I definitely feel safe because I like trust my my teammates. Mm-hmm. I trust my coach. Then they trust me, and like I'm taking the right precautions. Like outside of the sport, the protocols I feel are are good to where we can practice our sport mm-hmm. and like in a way that it's fulfilling uh, but it's also to an extent that you know it's keeping us safe hopefully next year we'll have fans and it'll be it'll be just like normal but i i think we gotta kind of do the hard stuff follow the rules now so that we can get that later what is the plan for playing games and competing against other schools what do those games look like right now 
again, we, we're definitely in a shortened season where most teams have only five or less games. Football, I know, that have, have three. Palms and cheer can only perform at home, home games. We can't travel. Everybody is spread out. It's no high-fiving, no breaking huddles, no cheers. Uh, we have a capacity limit in the stadium, which may go up later in the spring, maybe. I'm just glad to have kids back on the field and off the couches. How will friends and family members be able to view games? Uh, Montgomery County signed a contract with uh, National Federal High School Sports, which is also along with uh, a group called Pixelot. We will now live stream every field and, uh, I should say, gym game um, live. And you can go back and see it for free. It's a it's an $11 subscription for the year, but you can see any Einstein field game or game that's in the gym. So volleyball and all the soccer and field hockey games are being shown live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can go to our website to gain that information uh, or at MCPS Athletics. On March 31st, MCPS took a promising step for student athletes and their families when they announced that spectators would be allowed to attend county sporting events. Initially, the shift back to in-person athletics involved empty stadiums and gyms for games and competitions, as letting fans in was not yet approved by the county government. Going forward, student athletes will be able to bring two fans each to all home and away games, as long as physical distancing is practiced and masks are worn at all times. As athletes, how do you feel about returning to competitions and games? I was a little thrown off by the fact that we're going against, like, non-DCC schools. Um, I mean, soccer doesn't get a ton of fans, so it hasn't been mm-hmm. too, too different in that <laughs> respect. I mean, you know, obviously we have to wear masks. Uh, and I'd never really, for my club team, you don't have to wear masks on the field. Mm. And I kind of didn't realize how quickly the mask will, you know, fall down towards your mouth. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's taken a little while to get used to, but it's really not that big of a deal. Um, and then obviously there's the, like, new video streaming service right. thing, which is really, really cool. So. You know, my parents and uh, grandparents got to watch the game, even though they couldn't really be there. Yeah, we actually had our first game today, Ooh. and it didn't go as, like, poorly as I thought it would, because I was originally, like, against um, not doing games, because, you know, field hockey is a contact sport, really. Right. Everybody had their masks on, no doubt about that. The six feet thing, it was a little bit iffy. Um, mm-hmm. on the sidelines and playing obviously but um we still like do our best to you know like stay away if we can help it like actively remembering it mm-hmm. and they're also recording the games for like other people to watch so just knowing that you're on camera and like <laughs> you can be held accountable for stuff like that I don't know that really encouraged people to like do yeah. the right thing I guess as of right now, Mr. Howell, what do you think the spring season is going to look like? Well, we'll definitely start off the same with uh, modified practices, meaning short practices will be shorter right at the beginning, and then they'll expand afterwards. Uh, just receiving the actual schedule 
Uh, this, the schedule for spring season will be a lot more in-depth. They have more games, uh, but they'll be coming in at staggered times, and they will have staggered practices, so we will have everybody on campus at the same time. Spring will happen. It's on the books, and but we do hope, if things go well, to bring even a possibility of winter sports to have some practices. More than likely, they won't play games, but we're talking about swim, wrestling, and basketball. We're looking to bring those three back to have some type of engagement or practice, but it's not official at all just yet. So we'll have to wait and see on that. What are you most looking forward to once Einstein Athletics can really get back to normal, hopefully in the near future? As a former coach of 22 years here at Einstein, I still get I still get goosebumps on game day. You probably didn't want to see me. I was really hyped for the field hockey game on Saturday. It was a beautiful day. The turf was spectacular with the sun shining off of it, and uh, the girls were ready to go and played a played a very good game. So I get excited for game day, no matter what it is, because I like to see our student athletes compete and perform. And, and everything that we do. So I'm looking for the overall excitement of game days at our, at our school and putting on a, what, hosting and putting on a great show for our opponent and competing at a very high level. It, as great as it is to see our student athletes back, um, it's nothing like to have that excited parent to come see their kid uh, in the stands, no matter what they're doing for that day. I can't wait to see a full capacity game and the goosebumps come back no matter what it is. Athletes, what have you taken away this past year in regards to not being able to play your sport? I think during the school year when it was just, you know, go to school, practice, home, do that whole thing again, you kind of get stuck in the loop of like, oh, everything is great, and, like, it's just, like, what you have at home and what you have at school, Mm -hmm. and you kind of lose sight of, or I kind of lost sight of, like, what was, you know, around me. Yeah, although I'm not outside in the world uh, doing whatever I can, like, going to school or whatever, I still am finding my own healthy routine. Um, I think a lot about something that Coach Taylor said for pretty much every day, which was that it can be taken away at any second. And you would talk about, you know, injuries and, you know, a new player coming in and taking your spot. He did not foresee a pandemic, but his advice still works well with a pandemic. And, you know, that I think that kind of got me thinking even while everything was normal that, you know, the next day is not guaranteed. You never know if it's going to be your last time, you know, in the gym or on the field and you just got to take advantage, but also be ready for the time when, you know, the ball stops bouncing and you got to be able to do other things. Um, And so I think that I'm glad he gave me that advice because although it was a huge bummer that we didn't get to play, you know, lacrosse and that we missed basketball and whatever, I think I was uh, well positioned to kind of just spend some time at home, you know, do things that weren't team sports. Thank you so much for letting me do this. It's, it's been fun. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. 
Awesome. Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I, and I, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Music courtesy of audionautics.com and pixabay.com. Special thanks to Megan Garnett, Kirsten Wheeler, and Mr. Cavlock. I'm Julianne Garnett, and this has been Atomic Connections. <laughs>